1: This program is sponsored by TC Sports on 1700 KBGG.
2: This is Jimmy B and TC on Des Moines Big Station for Sports, 1700 KBGG.
3: All right, everybody, welcome back in. We rolled till uh, the top of the hour at three o'clock. It is our final hour on a Thursday. Pretty good uh, hoop schedule tonight. You've got the, yeah. in college ball. You got Indiana Purdue. That's always a good one. Yeah,
4: you know it's a game that just even when either of the teams aren't very good, just always fun. Yeah, it in is. State, is it in state, state of ride? basketball, right? You know, I always look forward to that. Of I course, like it. The histrionics uh, from back in the day. Yeah. with Bobby Knight. Chucking the chair onto the floor. And, Gene uh, Katie, Gene Katie, with his beautiful hairdo. Ooh, Ooh. you ever get an up close a oh, look at that yeah. thing? Oh yeah, talk to Gene lots of times. Yeah, thing is scary. He, a... he doesn't have that anymore. No, He's uh-uh. done away with it. Yeah, he, yeah, he got rid of the comb over. El Naturel now. Yeah. <laughs> much better look for Gene Katie. So uh, but, looking forward to that one tonight. But of course, the big one, Duke Carolina. Duke Carolina is it still the
3: best? College basketball rivalry. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean. It's not even. There's nobody that's there's even not a close. Second.
4: No, there you know, Marty and Ken were talking about this yesterday. Yeah. What's the second best rivalry? You can't name it. Tell me. No, you can't name it. It's not
3: USC-UCLA. No. No. It's not Gonzaga-St. Mary's. No.
4: It's not Purdue-Indiana. It's not Michigan-Michigan no. State. Purdue-Indiana might actually be up there. Because what else are you going to put in the mix? Here's one. Kentucky-Louisville. Okay. Yeah. Yes. I, and, in fact, I hadn't even thought of that one yesterday. I,
3: and that, that is good. Kentucky-Louisville, because of what took place, they had to get an act of Congress, uh, state Congress, in order to force the schools to play. And the levels that they played at yes. lately.
4: Patino, Calipari. I mean, yeah. you got you got a lot of elements. Danny
3: Crum and everybody else was But, there. I mean,
4: think back then. You know, in the mid-'80s, mm-hmm. when Louisville was really up and running. Yes. Kentucky was going through probation. They were, and then when they finally got back up, Louisville went down. I mean, they, at least in my lifetime, thirty-six years, there hasn't been a whole lot of years until here lately over the last five, six, seven mm-hmm. years that they were kind of at the same level. Yeah, they're always going through peaks and valleys, and it seems like they're on different levels a lot of but the time. But now they are. Now they are. So you got to throw that that's one up a, there. That, that's a good one. Ohio State, Michigan, not the same. For no, basketball. it's not. No, uh-uh. I'm just trying to think of.
3: If there's uh, Duke, Carolina is it, yes, and and has been it since Shashevsky right and Dean started dueling,
4: and, and even and back the, that before
3: and, that, I mean Duke was a pretty good program, yeah, under what Foster, Foster, yeah. But the thing about those two programs is is that the players that have come out oh, of yeah. there, that's the key. You're, star, I mean, do s- you think about it? Serious star power, yeah out of those two programs.
4: Do you remember the game back in the 90s when they put it on ESPN2?
3: I don't remember.
4: So it was when ESPN2 had just formed. Okay. And nobody had it. Oh, so So they put
3: it on the deuce to force people to get their
4: cables to carry it. Yeah, yeah,
3: absolutely. See, that doesn't ring a bell
4: to me. Really? No. I I remember, I mean, and I was in middle school, I think, at the time, and just what a big deal that that was. and. My dad luckily had, uh well, whatever the before direct TV was. That's what he had, so I had to go out there to watch the game because I wanted to watch Duke Carolina. You can't miss that right, game. Right, you know? can't you, miss it. You, yeah. What are you going to talk to your buddies yep. about the next day if you miss Duke Carolina? So that's what I had to do to see that one, and, and it was such a big deal. But those great games and the matchups, you talk about the players. Uh, found a couple of interesting numbers about the game tonight. You ready for this, Jimmy okay. B? Okay. Since 97-98, the road team is twenty five and ten against the spread. would never have guessed that wow twenty five and ten against the spread that's incredible over the last eleven at Cameron, yes, Carolina nine and two against the spread. they've done well there against the spread Duke minus two and a half tonight yeah, yeah, if you are a player of trends, you'll be on Carolina you tonight. will be you will be so.
3: Which Duke team shows up? The one that everybody has penciled in to make a deep run in the tournament or the one that all of a sudden
4: flounders around? Kind of like I've talked about locally with Iowa State okay? and how I'm always just waiting for the talent to come out and just emerge and then they're going to be fine. okay? I'm still in that same boat with Duke where they're going to just figure it out, where it's just going to come in. And that team is so ridiculously talented. They are. I mean, you go through there and and you look at the guys coming off the bench that they have and and the high-level guys that are going to be NBA players. It's different than most college teams that you see. And we've talked about Kentucky and what they've been able to do with Calipari with the young guys. This Duke roster is as good as you're going to find. I think it's finally going to click. At some point, I believe that the talent is going to win out. Whatever's happening internally, if there is, you know, you, you hear maybe a rift between the older guys and the younger guys, Kennard and Grayson and Allen maybe not getting you know, along with Harry mm-hmm. Giles, you know, all those different things. I just think that the talent is too good that it's not going to play out. We'll yeah. see, but this will be a fun one tonight. Oh, God.
3: And then right after it, just as good
4: UCLA-Oregon. No, not just as good. Get out of here. <laughs> just as good UCLA-Oregon. As Oregon. far
3: as star power is concerned, though? Player, player star power, it's pretty good. Oh, yeah. Dylan it's... Brooks and Lonzo Ball, TJ Leaf. Yeah. People are going, what, who? Lonzo Ball, TJ Leaf. Who's doing that? Lots of people. Nobody listens to our show. They, they should know because we discuss all yeah. teams, all top teams. Exactly.
4: So we get that, get Wisconsin uh, at Nebraska tonight. Cornhuskers been salty at home at times. They have been. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. See if this Wisconsin team can go on a big run here. And, you know, Wisconsin, with the Big Ten and kind of the state that it's in, Mm -hmm. they can still nab a number one seed. Yes, they could. And they go through here, maybe just lose one more game the rest of the way. And then make a run all the way. Win
3: the Big Ten tournament. Yeah. Yeah. They can be a number one seed. Yeah, they could get there. They're still 20-3 and right now. Yeah. And And nobody's really talking about them. No, no, not at all. And Ethan Happ, ridiculous. I love that kid's game. (laughs) There's not much to it. It's inside. He doesn't go he, outside the no, lane. No, no, no more than ten feet, dude. No, no. That's it. Yeah. I'm parking it. This is. I'm going to set up shop. I think this, I saw something where you're like going to have to deal with me.
4: Ninety, ninety percent of his shots. made shots in his career are inside of ten feet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, ten feet. That's it. He doesn't venture away from the rim. No, but man, is he good. He really is, and he's so good defensively. Oh. He he is the prototypical Wisconsin big guy. His
3: footwork, yeah. is excellent. You can tell that he's gone to big man camps mm-hmm. and worked extremely hard on footwork. The key for an effective big man is having that really solid drop step, mm-hmm. and he's got it.
4: He's a guy from uh, over by the Quad Cities, too. Mm. Wrong side of the border over on the Illinois side. Okay, but Yeah, semi-local kid, but once Wisconsin came calling, Iowa was involved, but no, he was uh, gone. saying no way. Yeah. I'm going up and playing with Bucky up there in that one. And then we get ready for the weekend for mm-hmm. College Hoops. What else is tonight, Jimmy B?
3: Well, the NBA game was going to be a good one. What? Was, was going to be. Well, slow down, slow down, okay. slow down. You, you want to
4: talk NBA? Yeah. I'll let uh, you talk
3: I'll slide into it when is in, in just the frame of it would involve Oklahoma City uh-huh. and Cleveland.
4: All right. Two teams, at least I know. Yes. They, they still have franchises? <laughs> you're trying to sneak it in here. I'm giving you a minute. All right. <laughs> Time now for Jimmy B's crappy NBA minute.
3: Here presents West Uncelled
2: in Chicago, Chicago Stadium. Ricky Mahorn hustling underneath, can't get at the ball. Jordan to the hoop, king of the air scores.
3: All right, I just referenced Cleveland at Oklahoma City. That is the premier matchup tonight in the NBA. But is it? Because Tyron Lue, the head coach of the Cleveland Cavaliers, is thinking of resting. LeBron James, Kyrie Irving, and Kevin Love. Not going to play the three, the big three, in the game tonight. Both of them played a lot of minutes in last night's win at Indiana. But I'm telling you, maybe the most exciting guy on the planet, on the basketball court, will be seen tonight. We all know it's Russell Westbrook with a triple-double waiting to happen. If he's playing, I'm watching. Because he is so intense. Former Giants closer Brian Wilson. Yeah. You remember him. I do remember him. Nice beard. Wore a real funny shirt one time. Uh that it was it was one of those shirts that had like a drawn on tie. I remember that. You like those? It was cute. The party t shirts. It, it was funny. I got a kick out of it. What's uh what's Mr. Wilson up to? Well, let me guess. All right. Since he blew his arm. Right. He can't throw 93 anymore. Exactly.
4: Is he the second coming of Tim Wakefield? That's what he's trying to do. You saw the story, Jimmy B. I did. Bry Wilson hasn't thrown a pitch in the majors over the last two seasons, now seeking a comeback as a knuckleballer, according to Tim Brown of Yahoo Sports. Turned 35 in March, eyeing a transition to the starting rotation with his new pitch, Has worked out with a couple of different teams. How
3: long did the Negro brothers pitch?
4: Forever, it seemed like. I I remember late forties.
3: Yeah, I remember. Was it Joe that was in Minnesota? Joe and Phil. Yeah, Joe was in. He was the one that had the uh, The the Emery file. The the Emery, I was going to say the Emery board. (laughs) Emery board. Yeah, yeah. in his back pocket, was filing the ball, and it flew out when the umpire came out. Hey, what's this? Oh, I got nothing, and it flies out the back side of him. Oh, it was great. Try to you. Tried to throw, throw one throw by, it away. <laughs> didn't quite work out. Hey, look if you're if you're not cheating,
4: you're not trying. Wakefield, he pitched for a long time. Gaylord Perry. So you say that this pops into my head. Yeah, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. Yeah. Why is this all? We're giggling. We're laughing. Oh, trying all this because crap that with them
3: use, all? because that is an old phrase synonymous with. All of Major League Baseball back in the day. But you if uh, you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. But if you pump yourself up with a little HGH, uh, yeah. hey, that's I'm, a problem. I'm just, I'm just saying that was, that was the saying. It that still is.
4: It it's still, well, it, it certainly is in the SEC for football. Oh boy, you're not kidding. <laughs> you know, so, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. So why, why the difference here? Why does this line have to be drawn in baseball? Ah, that stuff is fine. We'll put him in the Hall of Fame. No big deal. But, boy, you try to improve your body with a little HGH, no. I know. Roger Clemens, no. If you were just throwing a little Vaseline on the ball, a well. little, little Vagisil, <laughs> like... Uh, like Harris from Major League, yeah. that had been all right. Like Gaylord Perry, right. where, where it would release out of his
3: hands, and this big white puff of smoke would be coming off the ball while it was coming to home
4: plate. Rub a little jalapeno oh. under my nose, get my nose running. God almighty. They, Gaylord Perry doctored it so much. He he's played, in the Hall of Fame. He had, Barry Bonds put a little something in his body. Not in the no, Hall of Fame. Babe.
3: I know. Hmm. I know. It's it's a terrible double standard.
4: It is. It is a double standard.
3: And and you know I'm like so past the steroid junk.
4: I'm with you. I I really am. And Look, I I it, it at the beginning I was I was sitting there on Mount Pies. Yes. <laughs> never let Yes. Never. These never. Run. Never. Never. No, eh. Now
3: nah, I don't care. It's now. fine. Put yeah. a bit.
4: Yeah. Put a bit. It's all good. I
3: mean, everybody was juicing. Yeah. You telling me Brady Anderson? The lead well, off, yeah. the leadoff hitter for the—and right. he's not even in this conversation. He's no. not a Hall of Famer, but he was never included in the so-called dopers, and he should have been. He hit 52 home runs one season. Mm-hmm. One season. 52 as a leadoff hitter for the Baltimore Orioles, and he only hit like 20 the rest of his entire career. Yeah.
4: It was widespread. It was everywhere. Oh, it was across baseball. and Luis Gonzalez. Well, and it's not just the hitters. That's the other thing. Yeah. It was on the other oh, side. Oh, sure. They were, yeah. The pitchers, pitchers were too. as well. So, Luis yeah. Gonzalez, you can't,
3: you can't say a bad word about Luis Gonzalez in Phoenix. He brought him a championship. Yes, with that little blue pit. But he hit a couple of seasons. He hit over 50 home runs in each of them. And then when the testing started,
4: uh, back to about 20. It's all natural, Jimmy B. All natural. <laughs> Speaking of baseball, yeah. did you see uh, Tory and company trying to mess with the rules of baseball? Yeah, let's get into that a little bit. So extra innings. Now this happens in softball here in the state of Iowa. Okay. Get into extra innings. Starter at second base. Put a runner at second base. Start off the inning that way. A lot of times, bunt them over to third with one out. And then uh, try for a sack flyer, ground a ball, and, mm-hmm. and get that runner in, right? Yep. They're talking about doing this in Major League Baseball. I understand the need to speed up the game. I get that. I get that it is a real concern for baseball. But at the Major League level, Joe Torre, when he was talking about this yesterday, he was talking about pitching staffs going out there. Nobody wants to see a a backup infielder come in and pitch. What are you talking about? I love when that happens. That's one of my favorite things in baseball. You're up late watching a 17-inning game. Now all of a sudden, here comes the backup catcher to pitch an inning. I think that's great. I understand you want to speed up the game, but this, this completely changes the game in my mind. I hate it. Mm-hmm. I absolutely hate it. What about you? They go back and they always use the word
3: integrity of the game. So if they do some of these things,
4: doesn't it lose all of its integrity? I don't know about all of the integrity, but but
3: you're, it, it you're, changes you're, what you're, you're doing. You're changing the entire concept of what baseball is. Well, I don't have a real issue, and we had a, that little bit of that conversation yesterday on the uh, four pitches, if you're going to intentionally walk somebody. Mm-hmm. I don't have a real issue. I mean, how many times is there a wild pitch? Doesn't happen very often. Mm-hmm. Just send them. That would help tremendously. I don't know if, hmm, starting a runner at second base. Now,
4: they wouldn't do that in the playoffs. That's just regular season? I don't know. It, di- it didn't say that. It didn't specify. Okay. Now, th- this is just something that's being used down in the minor league level right, right now. Right, I know that. So, yeah. it hasn't been implemented for Major League Baseball, and I- I'm sure that would be part of the discussion. You do it for the regular season, don't for the postseason, whatever it may be. Yeah. I can't see it filtering into uh, the, the postseason. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I just, there's things that are about baseball that though maybe they don't play in today's day and age, and the time component being a big one, I like that there isn't a clock. I like that part of it. You okay. get what I'm saying?
3: That Right. Because the other sports that we watch all are on a clock.
4: Yeah, you're timed. Yeah, You're timed. There is no time in baseball. That so is correct. In a certain way, I like that component of it. I, I enjoy the part where it's not about you against not just the other team, but also the clock. I like that it's you going out there with your twenty-seven outs, and if it goes to extras, it how goes many to more extras. outs that it takes. Yeah, didn't
3: you do a uh, high school game last year I that did. went like nine hundred and thirty-two innings?
4: What was this? Valley up at Ankeny Centennial? Went like Honestly. seventeen or something like Been. that. 17, 18? No, it was fifteen innings. But remember, it's a seven-inning game.
3: Oh, that's right. Yes, seven inning game, not nine. You're I right. forgot about that. I loved it. Hey, come on. You're looking.
4: I don't forget anything. <laughs> <sighs> now I've heard it all. Now <laughs> I've heard it all. By the way. I, this one just struck me as off-putting. Yeah. I just don't love it.
3: Okay. Yeah. Jeff uh, sent me a uh, tweet. Yeah. It says, Tower of Power, best group of all time. <laughs> want you to play digging on James Brown.
4: Get out of here. That's
3: what he wants you to play.
4: Well, you you figure out how to do it, you can play it. How about that?
3: (laughs) I have got the CD in my car. Uh, You figure out how to play a CD in here. (laughs) I know. We don't have that capability. Oh, we do. I'm just not going to show you how. Oh, okay, good. I'd screw it up anyway. I know know that. that. Hey, uh, Kevin is on the way. We're going to jump back into some college basketball. I'm sure uh, he's got some thoughts on what went down last night between Iowa and Minnesota. Jimmy B and TC, up until the top of the hour, it's the Big Talker 1700.
2: The big games play here. Westwood One Sports on Des Moines Station for News Talk Sports. 1700 KBGG.
5: This Valentine's Day, let Jared turn your feelings into jewelry. Jewelry that tells her she's the best thing that's ever happened to you. In a way that goes beyond words. It could be a piece jewelry designers created just for Jared. Or a piece we custom made just for you. Because we're more than a store that sells beautiful jewelry. We're jewelers. The one unique gift that makes her Valentine's Day unforgettable. That's why he went to Jared.
6: Like all of you out there, Michael Lindell, the inventor of my pillow, had problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat. warranty. You could wash and dry MyPillow and don't forget there is a 60-day money-back guarantee so you have nothing to lose. And here's their best offer ever. For a limited time, go to MyPillow.com or call 800-951-4694 and use promo code Des Moines to take advantage of Mike's four-pack special. You'll get 40% off two MyPillow premium pillows and two go-anywhere pillows.
0: Don't you hate it when you're doing your taxes and your so-called free tax site charges you $70 before you file? 70 bucks doesn't sound very free. Well, now this credit karma tax. Credit Karma Tax is really, truly, completely free. That means you never get charged for itemized deductions or federal filing. Yup, even state filing is free. You worked hard for your refund, and at Credit Karma Tax, we think you deserve to keep all of it. This year, file your taxes for free and get your full refund at creditkarma.com slash tax. Free to start, free to finish. Credit Karma Tax.
4: Hey, it's Jimmy B. And TC for Draft House 50 on Mills
3: Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hey, Drafthouse 50 has 47 big screen TVs for great viewing of any game.
4: Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, golf,
3: tennis, you name it. Hey, the Draft House 50 can get it even cricket? Drafthouse 50 has a sensational menu featuring specialty burgers, steak, salads, and so much
4: more. And on Saturday and Sunday beginning at 10 a.m., it's brunch, which includes a terrific Bloody Mary bar. The Draft House 50, a place for sports, great food and drinks.
7: Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. At DSMCredit.com, we have a different way of looking at things. Like, one bad apple doesn't spoil the bunch. Life hands you lemons, it's still a respectable piece of fruit. And that's how we treat you and your credit, with respect. Go to DSMCredit.com and get your approval for a brand new 2017 Stu Hansen Hyundai Elantra for just $119 a month. Or 2017 Hyundai Sonata, just $149 per month, with zero down. Plus, get America's best warranty. Ten years, $100,000. Miles. Bad credit? We say, so you missed a couple of payments. No credit? We call that just getting started. Bankruptcy? So you took a chance. At DSMCredit.com, it's all about a positive perspective. Get a 2017 Stu Hansen Hyundai from just 119 a month with zero down. Go to DSMCredit.com or call 253-3000. Stu Hansen Hyundai and Clive. You need credit? At DSMCredit.com, we positively hear you. 36 monthly zero security all plus tax tag registration with approved credit. $480 for TV, $180 for Internet. not non-return fees and conditions. Call for details. Offer ends one twenty one seventeen.
2: Talking sports with Jimmy B and TC. Call the show now. 264-1700. Big sports on 1700 KBGG.
3: All right, everybody. We uh, advertised we were going to get uh, Kevin on the show. He was nice enough to pick up the call when we called him. It's always good when we talk basketball with Kevin Lehman. He comes to us on the Draft House 50 Hotline, Middle Civic Parkway, West Des Moines. Hi, Kev. Hey, guys. How you doing? It's a beautiful day, especially after that game last night uh, and going into two overtimes. And when you're a basketball junkie like Trent and I are, uh, we love that excitement. Didn't care for the call at the end of regulation, but, hey, it is what it is. Listen, you've been a coach and a broadcaster. You've seen a lot of missed calls. How do you put that one in perspective?
9: Well, you've got to put a little bit on, on Brady Ellison because don't put yourself in that position where you're getting trapped. And, you know, are you, do you have to make the sign with your hands now to time timeout, or can you verbally tell the official? That's the problem because when you've got guys swarming you, you can't hardly make that timeout sign with your hands. But I thought it was, uh, if you're an official you know that that young man's going to want a timeout in that mm-hmm. position. So most of the time they anticipate that and give the call. I thought it was a bad move by the officials. So
4: you have that, but you also, and I want to get your perspective as a former collegiate coach, you see all the time the assistant coaches holding the head coach back, or maybe it's one assistant and the head coach and the other two kind of pulling the other two guys back. All four of the Iowa coaches, Fran McCaffrey and his three assistants, all were out there berating the officials. Uh, I mean, when you got that whole group going after, how lucky maybe was Iowa to get away without getting a technical foul in that spot?
9: Well, usually when an official makes a a controversial call like that or a possible mistake, he's not going to make it double bad by calling a T on the bench. Because they have a fairly good argument on that. So you you rarely see that happen. where all could, They're going to come into you unless you're really getting over somewhere. Uh, back in the day, where you had to go on the road for non-conference games, and you were a, we're not going to see those officials again. Things like that would happen. But when you get in the league and those officials, you're going to see them again. You're going to see them throughout the, the year. That usually doesn't happen.
3: Mm-hmm. Kevin, I'm real curious about the play right now in the Big Ten tonight. We get Indiana Purdue. We know Wisconsin and Nebraska. Are there really three teams? Is it Wisconsin, Purdue, Maryland, and then everybody else?
9: Well, I think you put Northwestern as team four, and then it's everybody else.
3: Okay, but lindsay has got to get back, though, right?
9: No question. And Michigan State, we all give Tom Izzo the benefit of the doubt that they're going to come on in February, and March. I'm not sure if this team is going to or not. But you know, Minnesota that is a talented team mm-hmm. and certainly a missed opportunity by the Hawkeyes. That would have been a huge win there, guys. And and the RPI for Iowa slowly climbing, that would have gave them a huge boost. You know, we haven't talked about them even being a bubble team. I thought they got that Minnesota win and could finish up strong. They might be in the conversation, but now, because of the non-league schedule, no chance at all.
4: Yeah, to to, to do it now, they're going to have to win two of their last three road games. That's been including beating Michigan State, Maryland, Wisconsin, winning two of those games and then winning out at home and, and doing some damage in D.C. on top of the Big Ten Tournament. So it is a long, long road still ahead of the Hawkeyes. Iowa up next, they do get Michigan State after they were just throttled by Michigan earlier this week. What do you expect to see there? You know, this Izzo team, it seems like we've all been waiting for him to push those right buttons as we've seemingly seen over the last two decades. Maybe it's not going to come, though, this year. What have you seen out of the Spartans?
9: Well, I'm kind of with you on that, Trent. I don't think it's going to come. They've fought through injuries, really heavy-loaded non-conference schedule, and he apologizes to his team for that because of the youth. But you don't want to go to Michigan State after they got throttled by Michigan. Uh, Iowa's walking into a hornet's nest there. And when you look at Iowa's schedule, you know, they've got a very good home schedule left with Illinois, Indiana, They're all and Penn State. These are all winnable games. Can they get one on the road? I doubt they're going to win at Wisconsin. Maryland, tough one. This might be the only chance at Michigan State, and they're just going in there at a bad time. So I'm looking at this Iowa team finishing 9-9 in the Big Ten. Mm -hmm. And kind of what I thought they'd be when the season started.
3: Uh, We had a conversation. McCaffrey, Fran McCaffrey, has not done well in the Big Ten tournament. Been bounced by not really good Northwestern, Penn State teams, just to name a couple. Uh, They've got to win a couple of Big Ten games, don't they? Yeah, Jimmy. In the conference, I mean?
9: They've not only faded... In the Big Ten Conference, they usually have a fade in late February. If You right. remember a lot of yes. meltdowns in the past. But I think this team has a different dynamic you know, with Bohannon, Pimsel. Those guys have a little swagger bottom. And I think the, uh, you know, we all think Fran is so emotional, and he might be tough on his players mentally, psychologically. I think this team, their makeup, they can withstand that, and they might play through that, even though it's a really young team. So I look for them to maybe play well. We saw it last night at Minnesota. That is a tough venue to play in. You're in that old yeah. barn. It's a throwback, man, to the to the old days of those great arenas. Your elevated court. The place is loud. I thought they performed very well, even though they did turn the ball over a lot of times. But for the youth of this Iowa team to go in there, and that's you know this is the Minnesota team I've been keeping my eye on. I know that Trent is not a fan of. A little Ricky Petito, but he's got a pretty good squad up there.
8: They do. Yeah.
4: They're, they're talented. He we, did. He has honored that today. They're he talented. There's no doubt about it. And, you know, we were talking earlier about this, Kevin. You know, seemingly every year there's a, a team that knocks off a one or two, a seven, eight, nine, ten seed that pulls that upset in the round of 32. This Minnesota team, they can stack up with a lot of teams. And if, if coffee starts hitting some shots, Mason gets going. I could see this team making a run and, and getting to the Sweet 16 as one of those lower seats.
9: Well, that's a great point, because if you look at the talent level, you know Indiana, what's going on there? They've got injuries, uh, have really struggled. There's a team that you think might do it, but I like what you're saying. I think this Minnesota team is the one team you keep an eye on in the NCAA tournament uh, for your upset alert that you might be able to take a lower seat and get some Ws with them. We always think Michigan State's going to do that, too, but Uh, I'm I'm leaning toward with you. I'm with Minnesota on this one.
3: Kevin Lehman's our guest on the Draft House 50 hotline. Okay, we've got Purdue and Indiana. And can can Isaac Haas get off the bus and not have a whistle blown before he gets on the court? It seems to me, since the guy is 7'2 and like 280, he just walks down low and they start calling whistles on him because he bumps into people.
9: Well, Jimmy, they changed the rules. That was the big emphasis this year to clean up post play. So anything those post guys do with the elbow through their wrist to dislodge somebody, it's an instant foul. And I've see, noticed in the last month they're letting more physical play. If you watch what Kansas and Kansas State, D.J. Johnson going at it with uh, uh, Landon Lucas, those two guys were like a couple boars wallowing in mud in that game. And they let them play. So you've seen them let him play in some games. Sometimes they don't. And I'm still with the way that basketball has changed. New era basketball, I think it's hard to play with two post guys. Even though Swann can, can stretch the defense with the three ball, I think he's still better in the post. So playing those two guys together, that becomes a problem.
4: Yeah, I, I see that happening. And, you know, just trying to get space out there on the floor. And it's funny, during the break we were talking about Washington and Markel Foltz, and that's one of the problems when I've watched Washington this year is they got two decent big guys but you know give enough room to operate out there and in the college game how compacted it is because you can play zones on top of it. Now what more buttons can be pushed here because we see Purdue they're the best three point shooting team in the Big Ten and when they can stretch the floor boy they could be really good but there's the other side of things and they've had some head scratching losses this year too. Well
9: I'm just going to say that uh, you know a team that I thought would be easily competing for the Big Ten championship, but some of their losses just make you wonder what's going on. But the Big Ten has been like that all season. You look at these scores, and it's like, what is going on? No one has really established themselves. I think Wisconsin is doing that now with Ethan Happ and and Nigel Hayes, that this is the best team in the Big Ten, and they're going to be the best team in the Big Ten when this thing gets done. Maryland with their youth. Is played awfully well, and I still think Mark Turgeon's got to be coach of the year at this point. Uh, but Purdue, we talked about Northwestern. But mm-hmm. well, then after that, guys, what I mean, Minnesota, as we talked about, but after that, who is the other teams in the Big Ten that are going to step up?
3: That's that's the big question. They're just all tossed in together. It, it's mediocrity. Yeah I, don't,
9: mediocrity. I, yeah, I don't see. I'm trying to think what Big Ten team. Can get to the Sweet Sixteen as a team at all? Maybe Wisconsin that get to the Elite Eight. Maybe,
3: yeah. Let me drop this on you. You did the UNI game last night.
9: I did, Jimmy, and I'm still. Uh, I've got some bruises. i getting <laughs> hit by shards of glass and rock. <laughs> Was it
3: just a bricklayer's convention? Forty-nine points, and UNI won. <laughs>
9: yeah. It was, I call it pre-tunnel era Northern Iowa basketball, where it is ugly. And here's the stat we had. Uh, Southern Illinois has not scored over 60 points in Cedar Falls in the McLeod Center since the year 2008. So when these two teams play, this is usually what you get. But they could, I think they were combined like 40 for 100 and something. I got the stats here written somewhere where they shot from the field. It was Amazingly bad. But Northern Iowa's defense, it's actually pretty good. Their offense is comes and goes, but defensively, they're kind of getting it together. And that makes them a dangerous team. Okay.
4: They look to be the uh well, they're tied for third now in the conference and making a run of being that third best team. Still the hill in front of them, very steep when you look at Illinois State. McIntosh expected back towards the end of the regular season uh, for that Redburg squad and, and Wichita. Still, this UNI team, they did it a year ago, beating Wichita down at the MVC tournament in the semifinals. Are they building themselves up to be able to do that again, or is that too uh, maybe too much to ask out of this year's Panther squad?
9: Well, first of all, I just found the stats. The two teams combined from the three-point line were 5 of 37. <laughs> The, the Panthers let it up at eleven percent.
3: Oh, oh, oh god!
9: And overall, I know how you love great basketball, mm. Jimmy. They were thirty-four of a hundred and three.
3: Oh my god! <laughs> oh, I feel bad for you now, pal. I hope you took a shower after <laughs> well, that game.
9: And I was with I was with uh, Mitch Holtis, yeah. who had had a game at TCU the night before, so he had a heavy travel day, and I. I felt so bad that he busted his rough to get up there for that game. But when you talk about the valley, they all acknowledge we're playing for third place. Wichita State, Illinois State are heads and shoulders above everyone else. But when you get to the tournament, here's a question for you guys: If you're in Northern Iowa, whose bracket do you want to be in at Arch Madness? Do you want to be mm. on the same side of Wichita State, or do you want to be on the same side that Illinois State is?
4: If you're going to meet himself. one
9: of those teams. Yeah, you're going to meet one of those teams in the semis. Right.
4: For me, I think it's Wichita. I think it's if both those teams are playing at their best. You like McIntosh. Yeah, Mikhail McIntosh is incredibly good. Illinois State can fill it up athletically. I think they're a superior team to Wichita when they're right. I'd say I'd rather be on the same tie. Plus, hey, you and I have done it before. They did it just last year, beating Wichita and. Maybe a little bit of confidence that comes with that, that they can go up there and meet them. So that'd be for me, I'd say Wichita, as silly as it may sound. What about you, Kev? And, and the way that you and I have played and they're built right now, who do you think would be a better matchup in the semis?
9: Well, they're going to play Illinois State at the end of the season in mm-hmm. the McLeod Center. So if you turn around and play them again in maybe the second game at, uh, in St. Louis, I, I would rather be on the Illinois State side. And here's why I think Greg Marshall's a better coach. And Wichita State has a – they're not as tough defensively, but they are really good offensively, and they're 10 deep. Now, Illinois State in the past have always had the habit the of shooting themselves in the foot, taking some bad shots and doing something stupid during a game. So I would also bank on that, that uh, yeah, I will play Illinois State in the semis. And maybe somebody else does the dirty work for me and beats Wichita State mm-hmm. on the other side of the bracket. Because Wichita State has not won the championship of Arch Madness the last two years. They've won the league, and they've dominated the league, but they have not won uh, the tournament. I think maybe they did it three years ago when when Baker and and Fleet were uh, sophomores.
3: Okay. All right. Now to the games that are the premium games. Tonight, the greatest college basketball rivalry, North Carolina at Duke, immediately followed by Oregon at UCLA. Will you watch both?
9: Oh, yes. (laughs) I think I heard you guys talking earlier about rivalry games. I think North Carolina-Duke, that's a tough argument. Who has a better rivalry? I think if you go back to the old Georgetown with John Thompson against Syracuse.
3: Yeah, yeah, they
9: were good. Or
3: Georgetown-St. Johns.
9: Yeah, when uh, Luke was there and they were good with Mullins. Yeah. But in the modern age, guys, that's it. That is the game because uh, you know Indiana, Purdue, when they are both good, that's got a chance. Kentucky, Louisville, I heard you mention that. Yeah, that's up there too. But I think for two teams, and you saw the records are equal during this series, even and the points scored, they're the
3: same, teams. Kevin. I couldn't believe when
9: I saw that
3: they've won the same amount and they have both scored the same amount.
9: That's yes, forty-eight wins for North Carolina, 48 wins for Duke, and they both have scored seven thousand four hundred and thirty-seven points. What are the odds of that? Yeah.
3: That's incredible. So do we get the, do we get Grayson Allen fallout tonight, or do we get Grayson Allen really good tonight?
9: Well, this game's at Duke. I'm giving Duke the edge because it's at Cameron. Okay. And I'm not a real believer in this North Carolina team. They've had some meltdowns. They're another team that you scratch your head at sometimes, but we've seen it throughout college basketball. So many upsets, so many teams that can make a run. And I still think there's 12 to 14 teams that could win the NCAA championship.
4: It's crazy. It's wide open. And uh, Well, we saw it in the Big 12 last weekend. The so three top teams all go down, not just lose but then lose at home with Kansas, West Virginia, and Baylor all losing last weekend. We'll let you go with that, Kev. Uh, a hit on the Big 12. Well, I, yeah, go but
9: ahead. But you got to touch on that, guys. Wasn't that amazing that those three teams all lose at home mm-hmm. yeah. in the Big 12? Yeah. Nuts. I've never seen anything like that before.
4: For Iowa State this weekend, Oklahoma comes to town. Kevin, we said it earlier today, You, you just, Iowa State, they can't afford a loss in that one. Must win maybe is thrown around too much. This feels like a must win with a bad Oklahoma team coming in.
9: Well, I think Texas was the must win, guys, because uh, you get a road win there, which is going to help you out. They're a team that's, you know, I've said this before, they're not a fragile team, but they have no margin of error because they just don't have an inside game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're getting beat up, points in the paint, out-rebounded, and they're trying to counter that with a three-ball. And sometimes that three ball doesn't go in.
3: Mm-hmm. You're exactly right, pal. That's why we pay you the big bucks to be on this show.
9: <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. I still think the Cyclones, they got a shot to finish 10 and 8 in the Big 12.
3: Okay. Okay.
9: Can they beat Baylor and Hilton's going to be the big one?
3: That's the key. I watched Baylor and in they... Oklahoma State last night. Pretty good ball game.
9: Yeah, and can they win at Tech? Because I don't think they're going to win at West Virginia. And K State is awful tough when you go to the Octagon of Doom.
3: Yes, yes. I love the Octagon of Doom. It's great. Thank you, pal. You have a yes. great day. Oh, the other one. Hey, stay with yeah. you guys. Yeah, hey, Kev, the other one that I like, yeah. are, are you still there? The, yes, the, I'm here. I love the Octagon of Doom. I love the pit. And at Arizona State, I love the curtain of distraction.
9: Oh, I have not been to Arizona State. You have to I've see. i done games. Yeah. At Kansas State, you know, it's, first of all, it's a little apple yeah. at Kansas State, but they rock in that place. Yeah, yeah. And you know what else is a really is a great arena when they got to it go? It's Oklahoma State. Gallagher, Iba. Uh-huh. And Oklahoma State is good. They are right on top of you. It's, it's
4: been a while, though. And you know what's really hurt attendance there? Oklahoma City Thunder. Yeah, they have. It really has. And yeah. uh, it's sad when you watch those Oklahoma State games and you only see six, 7,000 people in the stands mm. because... You're right. When that place is up and rocking, it's it, great. I've, I've been there for that. If you get a
3: chance, yeah. Arizona State's lousy this year, but so they don't get a lot of TV. They're lousy all the time. Yeah, they have been. But they have, they have a student section, and they have this curtain. I saw it. Oh, I don't know. This was like months ago now. And they had Michael Phelps. They put this curtain up when the guy's shooting the free throw, and everybody goes nuts, and they have some song that plays. They call it the Curtain of Distraction. And when they opened the curtain, Michael Phelps was there in his swim trunks swimming.
9: i got to ask you this. Why can't we not get something like that at Carver Hawkeye? Uh,
3: Because, A, the students don't give two rats about going there, about the team. That's what Trent says. They just—they just don't—they don't show. They just don't show. They just don't.
9: They don't show. They don't, show. They, they don't put
3: them anywhere close. Yeah. yeah, they don't put them anywhere close to the court. I'm
9: with you. I'm I'm with you on that. I think that made a big mistake is stick them in those end zones. Put them right around that lower arena area. Yeah. around Let them surround the court like they do in the uh, the ISO. Izzo, the ISO. They call that in Michigan State.
3: The uh, zone. The Izzo, the Izzo zone. zone. Or, yeah, or, or and, like a an, or like a Duke. I mean, they're right on the court at Duke.
9: Yeah, because if you go to Carver Hawkeye and you're in those end zones, you're quite a ways away from the court. that's but what Trent says. Let's get a little let's get some imagination. I hear Hawkeye you. Hawkeye fans and get something going.
3: You're the best, pal. Thank you. Have a great weekend. All right, guys, you too. Enjoy the games tonight. Okay. Thanks, Kevin. That's great. Kevin Lehman on the show on the Draft House fifty hotline. We're back after this.
2: Keep it here on 1700 KBGG for UNI Basketball, Des Moines Station for Sports, 1700
5: KBGG.
0: Don't you hate it when you're doing your taxes and your so-called free tax site charges you $70 before you file? 70 bucks doesn't sound very free. Well, now this credit karma tax Credit Karma Tax is really, truly, completely free. That means you never get charged for itemized deductions or federal filing. Yup, even state filing is free. You worked hard for your refund, and at Credit Karma Tax, we think you deserve to keep all of it. This year, file your taxes for free and get your full refund at creditkarma.com slash tax. Free to start, free to finish. Credit Karma Tax.
1: Guys, Valentine's Day is next week. Luckily, Pro Flowers is offering an unbelievable deal. Two dozen assorted roses plus a free glass face for $29.99 plus shipping and handling. Go to ProFlowers.com. Click on the microphone in the right corner and enter code 9898. But hurry, this deal expires this weekend. Order now from Pro Flowers. You pick the delivery date and it's guaranteed. Think about it. She gets a beautiful bouquet and you get to sit back and look awesome. All for an amazing price. It's a no-brainer. Two Two dozen stunning assorted roses guaranteed to stay fresh and beautiful for at least seven days, starting at twenty nine ninety nine, and will include a vase for free. Fresh flowers, guaranteed delivery and add-ons to complete your gift. Pro Flowers makes Valentine's Day easy. But hurry, this incredible deal expires this weekend. The only way to get this amazing deal is to visit proflowers.com. Click on the blue microphone in the upper right corner and enter the secret code 9898. That's proflowers.com, secret code 9898 i Let your ideas grow at the Des Moines Home and Garden Show, February 9th through 12th at the Iowa Event Center. With hundreds of experts all under one roof, this is the place to find great deals, new ideas, and practical advice. Meet Jason Cameron of DIY Network's Desperate Landscapes and Man Capes. Plus, stroll through the future gardens to get ideas and inspiration for your outdoor space. From kitchens and baths to gardening and more, don't miss the Des Moines Home and Garden Show, February 9th through 12th. Buy tickets online and save at desmoinehomeandgardenshow.com.
3: Hey, everybody, it's me, it's Jimmy B, and I'm here to tell you about Aspen in the West Glen Town Center in West Des Moines. You want a great workout? Aspen has got everything that you need. It's a newly remodeled facility. All the machines, all of the weights, training sessions, everything that you need to get your health improved. And right now at Aspen, you can join for a dollar. Just one dollar. By the way, when you join, you get two free training sessions at Aspen. You got to try to take
8: advantage of this. It's Aspen, West Glen, Town Center, West Des Moines. See
9: you soon. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR.
2: Sports talk that rocks. This is Jimmy B and TC on Des Moines' big station for sports, 1700 KBGG.
3: All right, everybody, welcome back. Our final segment for a Thursday. I'm looking forward to tomorrow. You too. Not only is it Friday, and then we don't have to work.
4: You like that?
3: I like that aspect of it, but it's going to be like 50.
4: Really? Yeah. So, what, are you going to be sunbathing or something? Probably.
3: Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. I'll let it hang out. Weird, weird, weird stuff. (laughs) It'll be fun. Get rid of the snow. I'm so (laughs) done.
4: Some uh, news from earlier today is we are awaiting some more. News for the Iowa football coaching staff. Yes, we are. Uh, one of the names that has been bandied about quite a bit uh, is former Iowa offense lineman A.J. Blazik, who is currently on Chris Ash's staff at Rutgers, played at the University of Iowa, was a grad assistant there, and has uh, been moving up pretty well in the coaching ranks. There is a story from the uh, Star-Ledger today mm-hmm. uh, talking a little bit about the assistant coaches for Rutgers, and it looks like Blazik is going to be staying put at Rutgers. so okay. You know, with Brian Ferentz now taking over as the offensive coordinator, the, the job of a coordinator, difficult to do both that job and be the offensive line coach. And a- that's why agreed. a lot of people have speculated that one of the new hires will be an offensive line coach. Mm-hmm. And, and Blazik, with his ties to Iowa, made some sense, continuity, doing the things that they've always done. You know, that one made a lot of sense to me. And I don't think that's a position, you know, I've talked about, being concerned about them becoming too insular. The offensive line is one spot, though, that I'm okay with that because yeah. what they've done has worked pretty well for a pretty I long time. I would
3: say so. Didn't they just win some sort yeah. of award? Yeah. yeah. So That's what I thought.
4: That's one spot that I wouldn't be concerned about it. But we'll see if some other uh, names start to crop up. But if you're, you're coming out with your list, uh, cross that one off. It looks like A.J. Blazik uh, going to turn down uh, some overtures from Iowa and stay with Rutgers and Chris Ash out there.
3: Where do you see them going? Have you you got your ear to the ground? You got a little inside info in there.
4: I I really, maybe it's because of my concerns. I just, I hear some names and I shake my head and nothing definitive though. Okay. Uh, um, Okay. A lot of the names that I've heard and seen, you know, people speculate about and things like that are frankly names that I just don't know very well. Outside of the guys with Iowa connections, Mm -hmm. ones that are a little bit further down, either People that are on the Patriots staff with Brian, and you hear some of those things, or guys that maybe went through Iowa City, but they're a grad assistant. You really don't know their name. Guys like that. So there aren't a whole lot of wow names at this point. You hear the fun ones, too. Drew Tate, bring him back. Well, yeah, yeah. they got their quarterbacks coached now with Ken O'Keefe. Marvin McNutt, he coached a semi-pro team over in Cedar Rapids. You know, Well, it's a little bit different <laughs> yes, going to is. the college you level. You got it. Yep. And uh, as good as Marvin McNutt was... Maybe a guy that needs to, you know, a, a lot of those guys. I, I would be fine with a guy like that, grad assistant. Sure. Possibly move your way up, yeah. but it's making a leap going from a, a semi pro indoor football league in Cedar it's Rapids. Not
3: even close. To, to coach yes. it in the Big Ten. It cracks me up how.
4: Now, it's happened. I
3: mean, we, oh, we've seen guys. Hey, look, I saw, I saw, who's the, uh, oh, God, I just spaced on his name. You'll know, the head coach at Auburn. Bruce Pearl? Uh, uh, no, no, uh, no football. Uh, Gus, uh, Gus Malzahn. Uh, Ma- Ma- Malzon yeah. was at like Springdale High School in Arkansas. In yeah. Arkansas, yeah. And then got the quarterbacks job and offensive coordinator job at Arkansas.
4: Well, he also so he went, brought Darren McFadden well, with him. Which yes, he did
3: bring Darren. Many McFadden. people
4: say was the yeah. real reason that yes. he got that job, but what's all this translated yeah. into? Yeah. So uh, we'll we'll see on that one. Something to keep an eye on. You got any picks tonight? It uh, looks like James Blackman will play for Indiana. Yes, that, that'll change things up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, a little I, more scoring.
3: I would hope that he'll be almost all the way back because he is a talent.
4: And if you're out and about tonight, you can listen to Indiana-Purdue on 1490. The Jack, uh, The play-by-play of that one starting at 6 o'clock right after Marty and Miller. My head's on the swivel tonight. Duke Carolina. Yes. And then late tonight, Oregon-UCLA. Yes.
3: Now, I am going to peek in, though, because I've got like four screens in front of me.
4: At the bar, yeah.
3: And I... At the refreshment stand, and I uh, will have the Purdue Indiana game on early, Because mm-hmm. I think it tips early. I think six it's o'clock, six o'clock tip. Where seven K- Carolina Car- Duke. Duke, and then after that is UCLA Oregon. Yep. So it's right in my wheelhouse. Yours too. Yes. Late night stuff. We're we're down. That works. Yeah, that works. So that's kind of
4: like where I'll be tonight. My uh, pick of the night. Yeah, Carolina pulls the upset. Wow. Carolina wins it at Cameron Wow.
3: Kevin, Kevin thought that uh, Duke wins this tonight.
4: I told you I'm waiting for that talent to show up, but until it does, I'm keeping fading those Dukes.
3: All right. I'm still, still going to take Duke. Of course. Jimmy okay. B taking a favorite. Some
4: yep. things never change. We
3: are done. Thank you, everybody. Marty and Miller are next. It's playoff time on 1700
2: KBGG for all the NFL action I like it. on 1700 KBGG.
9: Nick here at Draft House 50 Mill Civic Parkway. Stop in for happy hour Monday through Friday, 4 to 6 p.m. Want to catch the big game? Best place in town. Every weekend, 40-plus TVs, football. Stop out
4: the Draft House 50, 6240 Mill Civic Parkway, West Des Moines, Iowa.
2: The Spot West Glen, a personal journey for the mind, body, and spirit. Treat yourself with massage therapies including sweetest massage, deep tissue massage and the signature service from the Spa at West Glen, the West Glen Body Ritual. The Spa at West Glen also provides injectables, facials, chemical peels, and medical spa treatments, including Dermapen, along with nutritional services. Look and feel your best with help from the Spa at West Glen. And the Spa at West Glen makes a great gift for the special lady in your life. Believe me. Call the Spa at West Glen at 515-225-2642. That's 515 225 2642 or check them out online at RelaxDes Moines.com. Dr. Heidi Cook and the Spa at West Glen
8: See you soon.
2: Afternoons, we talk sports on 1700 with
9: Jimmy B and DC. It's been a pleasure to be on with two of the finest gentlemen, the guru. I love Jim Branson and Trent. You do a wonderful job. The whole package is fine. I never give you enough credit, but I want to also give you credit.
3: Uh, go back to the bar now where you just
9: watched oh. out <laughs> Check out the bail jet. Hey guys, love the show. Love having some local talk over the new hour.
2: Jimmy yeah. B and T C on Des Moines Big Station for Sports, 1700 KBB.
6: You could wash and dry MyPillow, and don't forget there is a 60-day money-back guarantee, so you have nothing to lose. And here's their best offer ever. For a limited time, go to MyPillow.com or call 800-951-4694 and use promo code Des Moines to take advantage of Mike's four-pack special. You'll get 40% off two MyPillow Premium Pillows and two Go Anywhere Pillows.
1: Guys, Valentine's Day is next week. Luckily, Pro Flowers is offering an unbelievable deal. Two dozen assorted roses plus a free glass face for $29.99 plus shipping and handling. Go to proflowers.com. Click on the microphone in the right corner and enter code 9898. But hurry, this deal expires this weekend. Order now from Pro Flowers. You pick the delivery date and it's guaranteed. Think about it she gets a beautiful bouquet and you get to sit back and look awesome, all for an amazing price. It's a no brainer. Two dozen stunning assorted roses guaranteed to stay fresh and beautiful for at least seven days starting at $29.99 and will include a vase for free. Fresh flowers guaranteed delivery and add-ons to complete your gift. Pro Flowers makes Valentine's Day easy. But hurry, this incredible deal expires this weekend. The only way to get this amazing deal is to visit proflowers.com. Click on the blue
9: There's nothing more important for your health and well-being than having a good sleep.
3: The experts at Havredu's can help you find the perfect Scott Living mattress for everyone in your family.
1: Haverty's Furniture is partnered with Drew Scott and Jonathan Scott to offer Scott Living Mattresses. Now $250 off through President's Day. Plus, when you visit a store, you can expect no pressure, just support. From Haverty's Sleep Experts. Tap now or visit havertys.com to find a location near you.